0: episode 31 of the badland girls i'm destiny and i'm ria we are just having a time this (laughs) week i feel like (laughs) oh let me talk about it i uh got into grad school yay
1: (laughs) i wanted to see how long i could sustain it uh do you want
0: to talk about what program you got into I'm doing the uh, mental health counseling program at Mm -hmm. a local private university. And um, I might name them. Like, if you ask me, I'll tell you. I just I don't don't know why I'm like, can't say it on the podcast. It's like silly, but uh, (laughs) very excited to get started. That starts in a few weeks. Um, All the classes are online. I have to do this residency. Uh, I'm just really excited. I. uh I love school. I love being in school. If if money weren't an issue and time weren't an issue, I would just be a full time student forever. Hmm. I, I
1: remember I, you saying this before to me, so I'm really happy you're black. You're you're black I, in
0: school. Thank you. I'm really happy
1: you're black in school.
0: <laughs> Thanks. God. As a black woman who's back in school and black in school, I'm also <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> happy February to me. <laughs>
1: Oh, starting off on a strong foot, Rhea. So is the residency at the end of the program or is it like in between? It is?
0: Yeah. Wow. It's not what you think it is. Because like I thought I heard residency, mental health program. I thought, oh, am I going to be working with patients? Uh, No, it's like essentially this required class where I'm on a Zoom call for four days uh, and I don't really know what it is. Like, I I guess I'll let you know after I do it. Like, it starts on the 14th, and I, I don't... They gave me the itinerary for it, and it just seems like a day-long Zoom call. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know what yeah. to expect.
1: <laughs> uh, fill us in after you do it. I, I am dying to know.
0: Yeah, I'm really, really excited. Um, okay. Gosh, there's just so many things. Like, I'm also changing jobs, which... By the time this comes out, I, it will already be public knowledge. But uh, at the, right now, I haven't even turned in my two weeks notice yet. Mm. And I'm just, I'm ready for a change. And I'm glad that the change is coming. And I'm going to Yes, working... I'm very glad too. Yeah, me, yeah, thank you. And, and I'm going to be working uh, with, with one of my close friends. Like, <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm excited. We're not in the same department, but it, it's just fun that we both have the same job.
1: Yes. Well, I'm so glad that things are coming up. Uh, Millhouse, yeah. for you, Destiny. That makes me really happy.
0: Thank you. How, how's it going for you? How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, last week, I had to pay a shit ton of money to have a bunch of Thor's teeth removed because they were all rotten. Oh,
0: no. I
1: am a bad mom. And then he got sick from that. And so I, then I had to pay another shit ton of money to make sure he wasn't dying. He's okay now, but I'm broke. Oh no! (laughs) It's okay. I get paid tomorrow, but I'm just like, damn, it's been rough, girl. Yeah,
0: that's hard. That's that sucks. (laughs) We'll have to do like a fundraiser for the cat money. I know. Yeah,
1: but he's doing well. Uh, He doesn't have bottom fangs anymore, so when he meows, he looks extra cute. Little gummy (laughs) mouth.
0: Thor, he's always going through something.
1: <laughs> I know, but he seems to be a lot better now that his, uh I think those teeth were causing him a lot of problems. He seems to be doing a lot better, just like good, more good natured. And it's very cute.
0: Good, I'm glad he's not in any pain or anything.
1: Yeah, he was, I think, uh so like the second time I had to take him in was because he was just in so much pain because he had 10 teeth extracted from his little mouth oh. and and so he was just in a lot of pain from that but then he bounced back so everything's good now but it was just stressful and I'm tired and trying to bounce back and uh cannot believe it's March soon and oh yeah since we're recording this on the 27th a uh, happy Pokemon day that's yes. all me and Tracy have been talking about today
0: which <laughs> starter do you like I like the oh, are you kidding me duck? of
1: course the the grass kitty
0: oh the grass
1: ki- yes yes did you asked... ask if it was Donald Duck?
0: No, I asked if it was the duck, because I just really like that duck. It's a duck, right? I'm it is out. a
1: duck. It is a duck. Okay.
0: Yeah, because there's a duck, a kitty, and a... What's the third one? Why am I blanking It's like out? a little
1: crocodile. It kind of looks like a dinosaur, too.
0: Yeah, there's some cute starters.
1: Yeah, and I watched the, uh, the Pokemon trailer for Scarlet Violet, which is what these starters are attached to. And it's based in uh anime italia which makes me really excited
0: that is very cool i love anime europe it is one of my favorite europe's
1: (laughs) it's like all lupin the third is and every ghibli film
0: (laughs) yeah yeah japanese europe as i call it sometimes uh yeah no it looks super cool i listened i was like in bed (laughs) And Em was listening to the direct, so I overheard the direct, but I didn't uh, watch it. So I had to see okay. everything after I woke up.
1: <laughs> That's fine.
0: How are I woke you doing? up to?
1: Oh, sorry. Oh, I woke up to a bunch of messages from Tracy, and then a tweet saying she was waiting for me to wake up so if I could answer her messages.
0: That is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about, we talked about doing collages every week of the month, and I've only done one collage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Send it to me and I'll put it on the Instagram. Okay. I think I did like a total of like five, because I started on the first day, the tearing one, I did three, and then I got sick with the kidney stone, which I talked about before, which lasted way longer than I thought it would, but it's gone now, thank goodness. And so, like for each subsequent week, I only did one, and then the last week where I said no, um, no people, I didn't do any just because of the the bullshit with Thor. So I have a few on hand to share online, and I'd love to see yours. What, what did you end up doing?
0: I did the first week, which was the tearing without scissors, which I really like it. It, it. It's kind of missing, like I don't know, it needs like more of a focal point, and I threw some words on it, and it looks a little mm-hmm. better but, um, i'm gonna I'm gonna uh, keep at it because I like making collages, and I want something to make our Instagram look cool. But, yeah, I did, I did fail most of February because I was just like stressing out about getting my grad school shit in and stressing about trying to find a new job. And it was well. Um, I mean, I consider those
1: month. great accomplishments,
0: thank you. Well, I mean, yeah, everything worked out, <laughs> yeah but oh february was kind of rough it was it was a rough february i'm kind of glad it's over (laughs) yeah yeah tomorrow's the last day good riddance
1: february yes goodbye february into march
0: into march oh
1: boy but do we want to get into our regulars
0: sure Uh, tell me the last movie you watched The last movie I watched is a classic from my childhood, which is not a children's movie, but I've watched it a million times as a kid. And this is my first time watching as an adult. I watched Tales from the Hood. Oh my gosh. Tales from the Hood. I quite love that movie. One of my favorite photos of your mom. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a weird thing to say. One of my favorite photos of your mother is is her wearing a Tales from the Hood t-shirt. I'm going to put it on the
1: Instagram because it's, I think we're at my, my uncle's house and we're just like outside barbecuing. Everybody's in like norm core nineties clothes and she's wearing a tails from the hood shirt.
0: Yeah. It's the best. Like, I don't know where she got it. I don't know if that was like a, an important movie for her or what, but I just love that she has that. That's like such a great thing. I can
1: tell you, uh, in LA, uh, my parents took me to go see that movie as a kid and there were, uh. I don't there were some people from the marketing department of the movie at the in the theater and they were giving away t-shirts and CDs and so both of my parents and me we all had matching Tales from the hood t-shirts that we wore as a family <laughs>
0: I'm applauding one that's weird cuz it's, just, it's just a weird movie to take your kid to uh two (laughs) i love that you had matching ones that story was so much better because i've seen the photo many times and every time i see it i laugh because it's just such a weird random thing to have a shirt of and i just love that your mom has it but the fact that you all had one delights me that is a great story thank you (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you so is it sharing
1: so does it still hold up? I mean, you said you love it, obviously.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay, the thing that is a little um, much, it's a very ham-fisted movie. Mm. Like, there's a cop beating up a black man and Strange Fruit starts playing. And there's a guy getting crucified. And like, it's its very, uh, M kept saying as we were watching it, subtlety is for cowards. Mm. <laughs> what a great line. Yeah, it's it's really just one of those movies that wants to say a lot, but it's also, like, really funny, and I could see why Kid Me really liked it, because it's got a lot of, like, well, it's got a lot of kid humor to me.
1: <laughs> um, it does. But it's,
0: it's also, like, you know, a movie about social issues, so it feels very 90s. I don't really agree with, like, some of the conclusions about Black-on-Black black violence being equi- equal to white on black violence that they kind of pull in that movie but that's just a really 90s sentiment
1: yeah with the last segment the clockwork orange one yeah yeah
0: um, but I still really like it uh, I didn't know they made a sequel in twenty. oh I didn't know that either Oh, yeah. It's on Shudder, so I'm going to watch that shit. And, like, Spike Lee was involved. The original director is an executive producer on it. So I didn't expect it to be good, but at least people involved with the original are involved. So that gives me high hopes. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be watching that, and I'll have an update after I watch it. Nice. Because they both on Shudder for February. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, What was the last movie you watched, Drea? Well, continuing on this horror track, I uh, watched the, um, I want to talk about two movies. I watched the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre on um, Netflix, and then I went back in the Wayback Machine a little, and I watched the 2013 Texas Chainsaw 3D movie that was on Peacock. And I mean, they're not, will anything ever be as good as the original? No, never. But did I get a lot of ridiculous killings with a chainsaw? Yes, I got them in both. (laughs) And surprisingly, the 2013 one actually has like a really decent story. And I was impressed with and shocked at how much I liked it. I mean, it came out around the same time as like a lot of those remake slashers, like My Bloody Valentine, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. And I, a lot of those, most of those are pretty much throwaway, but I was shocked. This one was actually good, especially for being a gimmicky 3D movie. I was impressed. And the 2022 one is really good too. It goes like in a completely different direction than what you'd expect, but it was pretty fucking funny. And it's also it also tried to shoehorn a horn in the current trend, which is uh 30 years later, hardened final girl goes after the slasher that attacked her. Like what Halloween and Scream are doing. And I have to admit, that's kind of my favorite genre right now. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both of them.
0: I liked it until that last Halloween movie was terrible. (laughs) <laughs> wait if
1: there's one more maybe they'll save it for you maybe
0: maybe because i loved the the first of those but anyway that's a whole nother discussion i'm glad you enjoyed those i was thinking about watching the 2022 texas chainsaw massacre but it kind i don't know it just didn't look that good but i'll check it out because i i want to talk to you about it so i'll watch it yeah it's entertaining
1: i watched both of them with my dad and that was very entertaining
0: Oh, I'm sure he's a good person to watch a good schlocky film with. True. Well, shall we move on to our jam? Yeah.
1: All right. Oh,
0: Badland Girl. Badland Girl. That's, that's my jam. jam. Sorry, Destiny I didn't like-
1: your jam. Oh, don't apologize. It's okay.
0: Okay, my jam. Oh, okay. So I got on this Thundercat kick, and Thundercat is this really cool. He's, like, a producer, and he plays bass, and he sings his own songs, and um, I just love him. And one of my favorite things on YouTube is a video he did for Pitchfork where he's just talking about his favorite bass lines. And he's just super knowledgeable, and he, like, throws out all these references, and he plays a, a fucking Jaco Pastorius riff, and he's just cool. And my jam is... Just the best. It's it's him and the two coldest white boys, Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. And they're all harmonizing. And the song is called Show You the Way. Oh. And it just, it, it really cheers me up. Like, I was having a real hard week uh, when I discovered this song. And it's actually, like, a song I would put on to, like, calm my nerves. It's so pleasant. Like, just beautiful. Just think of all those beautiful tones <laughs> just co-mingling. I don't know how into Michael McDonald or Kenny Loggins you <laughs> are, but I grew up on them and I just think they're the just the coolest white guys.
1: Oh, I love that. That's a really amazing pull. The only thing I know about Thundercat, besides you talking about this, is he had a cameo in The Book of Boba Fett and he looked so cool. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, so, I've been on a kick for him, like, well, for a while, for a few months now. And it's just, uh, I, I love him. I love him so much.
1: Nice. I'll have to
0: look up this video. You said too,
1: it was a pitchfork
0: video. Oh uh, yeah. The pitchfork video is him discussing his favorite basslines, And then the video for show sure you the way is a continuation of the storyline of another song of his, uh, I think it's the them changes video about the samurai who loses his arms And the samurai in the show you the way video has to go through some sort of like spiritual and psychological rehabilitation. And it's like a weirdly moving music video for being such a silly concept.
1: Mm.
0: Nice. (laughs) What's your jam? Well,
1: listeners, I have to admit, I haven't been listening to much music. I've just kind of been wallowing in bullshit, but I just recently watched the latest uh, Resident Evil movie, which tries to be more, uh, I don't know, more faithful to the games. It was entertaining, and I enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it would be. But uh, the games take place in 1998, and the movie decided to also take place in 1998, which means it has some really good 1998 needle drops. And there's a hilarious one that reminded me of my jam from 1998, which is now my jam of today, Jennifer Page's Crush. (laughs) Oh
0: man, I haven't thought about that song probably since 1998. I don't even know if I liked it then. It's kind of catchy now. Oh my gosh, it was one of my favorite songs back then. My goodness. (laughs) God, what was I listening to in 1998? Probably Limp Biscuit. (laughs) Me too. Holy shit. And now that I
1: said that, I just realized I actually do have a jam. What a dumbass I am. They just released an album, uh, reissued an album by Nico, Drama of Exile. And I love her version of Heroes from it. Fuck, it's good.
0: I will have to listen to that. I did not know that was out. Yeah. A problematic fave, but yeah. (laughs) Great voice. (laughs) Great voice on that I was...
1: It's a really cool album. I liked it. I lo- listened to the whole thing and I really liked it. And I just like the song "Heroes" in general. And uh, her version of it is particularly good.
0: That's exciting. I uh, yeah. I have to check that out. Uh, so
1: before we move into uh, our vegan meat and vegan potatoes, which is such a chill. Vegan meat and vegan potato. It is really chill today. Like,
0: <laughs> people keep telling me every time they listen, they're like, this podcast is so chill. And I'm like, just you wait. It's going to get more chill.
1: Yes. It's going to get even chiller. Uh, <laughs> chillier. But uh, I want to do just real quick what I've been watching on YouTube lately. Oh. Because I stumbled upon something. Um, Destiny, have you heard of the back rooms? No. What is it? Okay, so The Backrooms, I think it's a, a freeware game. And it's just, it's like a first person game where you're just walking through what looks like an empty office and trying to find your way out. And then eventually, like a creepy monster stalks you. And it's like the Gen Z version of Slender Man, the seven pages. Remember that game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it feels like the Gen Z version of that. Because uh, there I stumbled upon a kid, a literal kid. He is 16, making kind of like found footage videos of like scientists exploring these back rooms. And there's like a whole lore around it. There's a bunch of like theories and everyone's scared of it. And it really feels like Gen Z Slenderman, like Gen Z Marble Hornets. And... I hate to be a bish. It's not as good. <laughs> that's just, okay. I mean, like I, I was interested at first, but it literally just kind of like hinges on just like oh, a spooky empty office, and I'm like, well, I can understand why you, a 16 year old, would think that's scary, but when you're an adult, it's real. No, I don't know. It's not that. It's just interesting to see how this, uh, this is like the next generation of like internet horror that's kind of captivating online horror nerds today. And I, I was kind of fascinated by it. And I was thinking about Marble Hornets and how much I loved Marble Hornets. And it's really cool just to see how Marble Hornets kind of inspired and Slenderman kind of inspired what this Backrooms is doing and kind of the, the life of its own. It's kind of taking on the internet
0: cool yeah yeah no i have not played a game that isn't the sims in so long It'd be <laughs> nice to play other games i should play other games oh man
1: i just got back into pokemon today because they they did a free update and i found this whole area i hadn't explored before i'm like what the fuck is this and so i i need to get back into that game a little bit
0: it was that sword and shield
1: no, no, it's uh, a Ar- Arceus, Arceus. Oh, it's Ar- Arceus.
0: Yeah. I don't know Arceus.
1: <laughs> yep, I don't either. Okay. And I've been playing it for months now. Oops, I
0: need to get that one. <laughs> I'm like out of the loop. Um, I did play a little bit of Animal Crossing because I had a friend that like texted me out of nowhere and was like, "Can you give me some oranges?" <laughs> oh wow! So I played some Animal Crossing uh, the other day.
1: <laughs> nice, nice.
0: I'll talk about what I've been watching on YouTube because it is part of my uh, um, vegan meat, vegan potatoes thing. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So we decided uh, this week we are going to talk about just your simple pleasures. Just what do you find just a nice, simple pleasure in life? Because sometimes that's just what you need to hold on to to get through the rough times. And uh, for me, one of them. Actually, did you want to talk about how you came up with this concept or?
1: No, let's do yours first because you got me on pins and needles here.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, sorry. It's it's not that. But it's not that exciting. But painter YouTube, specifically, abstract expressionist painter YouTube has been such a relaxing way to wind down at the end of the day. I just put on just different people and watch them paint um i'm gonna shout out three notable accounts um there's uh lewis noble who's this really talented british painter who um like goes to the countryside and to the river and he makes these like charcoal sketches and they're super abstract but they're landscapes um and then he takes them home and he uh like collages them into these paint like he makes paintings based on the sketches and then collages some of them paints he works in oil and acrylic and they're just and he scratches them up and they're just cool looking i don't even understand how to like how he like gets some of the imagery he gets but he's really dynamic when he paints um and another one i really like is this uh american lady named betty franks who does these abstract fields of flower paintings like really really colorful big ones um and she just like kind of does like a like her and lewis and the other person i'm gonna name they all kind of have this like teaching angle with their videos so they're like trying Mm. to inspire you to paint so it really makes me want to paint and especially in that abstract style Um, Which I know nothing about, and I've tried to paint, and it's really hard because I don't like I can't even do (laughs) represent. What's the word I want? Representational painting. Like I don't know how to do that. I can't draw. So trying to do abstract. I thought, oh, I don't need to draw. It'll be easy. No, it's super hard. It's super hard. You gotta know stuff about value and composition and light and dark and contrast, and it's it's way harder than it looks. But it's really relaxing to watch. And the third lady is this British lady named um, Louise Fletcher who does landscapes and she's sort of um, she also works in acrylic but she works in ink as well and she does a bit of collage as well and she has a lot of really educational videos um, and like interviews with other artists that she meets on YouTube and she did a whole series where she like painted stuff based on different poetry she was reading and I just find it all really inspirational but I also I also find it very relaxing so every night I just get into bed and I just put on one of my painters and that is a just really small comfort for me I love it that's awesome uh Thank what was you. the name of the second one the abstract one I'm gonna look oh, her up uh they're all abstract painters but oh, this okay. lady is American her name's Betty Franks okay and um yeah, their names are Louis Noble, Louise Fletcher, and Betty Franks. Okay, but I super. That sounds do lovely.
1: I need it's... more videos to go to sleep to. So this is also another good thing for me to listen yeah. and watch to.
0: Well, I was really into watching Bob Ross videos, <laughs> but like I was like, I would love to find some more modern painters, and uh, and I've just been interested in abstract expressionism. So um, that's how I came across these people.
1: And they're cool. not the only
0: ones I watch. They're just my favorites. Ah, nice. That's awesome.
1: Thank so you. to go back to what Destiny said, this, the idea for this episode came when I was lighting a match to light a candle. And then I realized how much I love the action of lighting a match. Striking it at just the right speed, the sound it makes when it lights up, and then blowing it out or, like, waving it out. And just, I don't know, the whole experience (laughs) is, like, so (laughs) calming to me. And it reminds me of a scene in the movie Amelie from the 2000s where she finds... There's a scene where they are talking about how certain things she does that are, like, simple pleasures to her... And it's like dipping her fingers in beans at the at the farmer's market, cracking the top of creme brulee and then skipping stones across this creek. And I always really remember that scene because I, too, am just someone who absolutely loves just simple, simple pleasures, like just lighting a match or something like that. And I just wanted to talk about some of our simple pleasures, which Destiny already did with talking about watching these artists paint which is so beautiful to me and i just wanted to go back and forth and just like see what we have and now that i've said one destiny do you have any more to talk about
0: i have a few um another one is i mean this is just capital s simple it's the first cup of coffee for the day no excuse me (laughs) i just keep burping <laughs> oh, you can edit that out. But or you can keep it in. Who cares?
1: <laughs> We're real.
0: This is part We're of our real. new chill identity. Yeah, we just burp now. Uh, anyway, so I just, I it's it's weird. I've been a coffee drinker since I was a teenager, but I wasn't like a regular coffee drinker until, oh goodness sometime in my 20s I don't really know how to pinpoint sometime around college and I'm one of those people I look forward to the first cup of coffee of the day like the night before like I'm in bed like yeah my coffee's (laughs) gonna be good tomorrow (laughs) that's amazing it's super weird like I don't I don't know if other people do this but like I'll look forward to it, and then when I wake up, it's like the thing I'm excited about. Like I take my morning pee, and then I go to the coffee maker, and I just put it together, and then I put a lot of creamer in it, like way too much creamer—not like enough to where the coffee is still brown, but like it's very like uh pale. Uh, and I love a milky coffee, and it's just—it's just nice. It's relaxing, and it's pleasant. It tastes good. It feels good. I like getting caffeinated i never get jittery because i don't drink enough because if i have more than two cups i don't feel well so Mm. i have to have at least one cup uh and i'm good but yeah it's it's just um it's a pleasant sensation destiny is a person that i like
1: to think of as a true coffee drinker (laughs) and that is because you know, you're not a true coffee drinker if you're like a snob and you only drink certain types of coffee. You're a true coffee drinker when you always have a cup of coffee. I remember staying in hotels with her and we'd have this little shitty coffee maker in our hotel room. First thing she'd fucking do, make <laughs> coffee in it in the
0: morning. <laughs> I just have to have it. Like even if it's bad quality. Like I remember like the office building that I work in. Um, like they have this horrible Folgers and I would just still drink it. I would drink it black. I would drink multiple cups of this coffee. Said, it's just such a pleasant feeling to me to drink coffee.
1: Uh, I love that. That's so That's so you. And so I love just hearing you talk about your coffee and how you dream about your coffee. Oh man, that's <laughs> amazingly relaxing just hearing you talking about coffee. <laughs> coffee talk. <laughs> oh boy so another one of mine is just cuddling under a blanket and i'm one of those people that no matter what the weather it could be a hundred degrees outside i always have a blanket on my
0: (laughs) it just makes me feel good I am also like this. Like, I put on my list wrapping (laughs) up, like, getting cozy on a cold day. But it doesn't have to be a cold day. I still like getting a sweater on on, if it's, you know, if I'm in the air conditioning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, like, I've had people comment on it, and I'm just like, I don't fucking care. I love a blanket. I love to have a blanket thrown over my legs. Oh, boy.
0: I relate to this wholeheartedly.
1: Oh, thank you. That makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't think it's that weird. I just like, I'm cold all the time. I'm just always cold. So I probably have poor circulation. <laughs> um, so I always have something on. And yeah, that was one of the ones on my list. Wrapping up on a cold day. Just getting under the blanket. Getting on the cardigan. Getting on the hoodie. Nice. Um, another one of mine is making playlists for people oh <laughs> that's so sweet I just had a friend out of the blue ask me for like a specific playlist she was like could you make me a Kate Bush playlist and I was like yes yes I will <laughs> <laughs> and it was so much fun and I got to like I not only made a playlist I like looked up articles on Kate Bush and like learned shit about her to like inform the playlist.
1: Wow. <laughs> the it's a hour long playlist.
0: But oh, I had so much fun making it. And then like I had another like a coworker ask me for one and I ended up uh making it for her. She doesn't have Spotify and I use Spotify. Um as problematic as that is. But you know what? I'm just whatever no ethical consumption under capitalism uh so anyway uh she didn't have spotify so i made the playlist on youtube and it was so much fun to like find music videos and put them into a little playlist and like order them up and oh, she she really enjoyed it and i like introduced her to artists she had never heard before and that's like a p- small pleasure when like somebody comes to me and they're like oh i didn't listen to blank until i heard it on that playlist you made and i just super love making playlists
1: oh that's awesome Thank you. <laughs> what a sweet thank you. <laughs> so another one of mine is just smelling a book. When I get a book in my hands, it doesn't matter if it's from the library, if it's old or new, I will almost immediately put it up to my nose to smell it because I just love the smell of books, be it new books, be it old books. I don't know what it is. It's just the ink,
0: and the paper... It just,
1: they always smell so good to me.
0: I am also on board. This is also on my list. I love the smell of paper. I love a good book.
1: Yes. I don't know what it is. It's just like one of the first things I do. And my mom's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I'm smelling the book because it smells good. (laughs) (laughs) It's comforting. I don't know why, but it is. It is. It's super comforting. Oh, I'm glad that we had the same one.
0: Oh yeah. Bookworms unite.
1: Yes. And kind of going along with that, I also like slowly flipping through a magazine. Now this kind of dates me a bit because magazines are kind of on their way out. But I really still, I still get a couple subscriptions in. And the first thing I do before I even read it is I just slowly flip through the pages just on my own without reading anything. And then once I'm done, then I'll go back and read it.
0: It's kind of how I read magazines, now that I'm thinking about it. Interesting. You don't, or you do? No, that's how I read them. Like, I always flip oh, okay. them first, and then I go back and read everything.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's just how I kind of do. I kind of, like, just, I don't even really, like, soak up the visuals as much. I mean, like, I don't, like, oh, this visual draws me in. I'm going to stop and read the story. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I just keep flipping till the very end, and then I start reading it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Another one for me um, is like, and this is kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't know why, like, they're all kind of quirky because they're, like, unique to you. But I really like when I can wake up without my alarm clock. Uh, Oh, the best feeling. Just waking up naturally and being like, ah. (laughs) On a weekend, especially when you don't have to be anywhere. And it's just like, I'm up. Time for that coffee.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I crave this because it happens so rarely anymore. Uh, Same. I just, I feel like there's always someone moving around before me or my cat finds me and is like, why the fuck are you still
0: asleep?
1: <laughs> and it's just like, oh, man, <laughs> I miss yeah. the days pre-Thor.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, you know, you love Thor, but...
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. That's fine. Uh, I really like,
1: um, this is kind of like a pullover from my childhood, but I still really like kind of hugging a plush sometimes. I have like a big collection of plushes, and sometimes I'll just like hug a plush to my chest if I'm sitting on the couch or if I'm lying in bed, and it just feels nice sometimes just to hug a plush.
0: One that's real small. Uh, but every time I eat nachos, like the first bite of a good plate of nachos is like, it's better than a lot of things. Like, I don't know what yes. it is. Because everything's hot and crispy still. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's just, it's so great. I almost said better than sex, but I'm having really good sex right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: oh, that's too good. Going on a food thing, I love the first handful of popcorn. Ooh, that's a good be one. It doesn't matter where it is. Like, it could be movie or, you know, just like a bag of popcorn, but mostly it, it has to be warm. So, like, movie popcorn or microwave popcorn. But the first handful is always such a delight to me. That
0: is wonderful. Oh. I, I also like the first bite of like a dessert you're really excited about.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. What dessert, like, do you really get excited about that you don't have very often?
0: Um, I have a friend that got me for my birthday. Um, Modern Love does this brownie, like a pecan brownie. And it's really chocolatey and really rich. And, like, that was the f- first thing that came to mind when you asked the question. Just something real chocolatey, mm. you know? And that Modern Love brownie was perfect <laughs> oh man mine
1: is fried ice cream from a mexican restaurant Ooh, i like that oh,
0: yeah that
1: is one of my f- i'm not really i don't usually eat ice cream on the regular it's not like my go-to sweet and but i will always be down for a pint or a scoop of fried ice cream not to share get your own
0: no get your own yeah no there's a place that i like a sushi place one of my favorites that does a um tempura ice cream which
1: oh yeah that's good too oh
0: it has like this layer of cinnamon underneath the shell that oh just thinking about that just makes me like drool
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man Another one of mine is just like folding paper bags, like paper bags you get from the grocery store. Like after you're done unloading the groceries, there's something very relaxing uh, and ASMR-esque about the sound of just refolding the paper bags to be used for later. <laughs> and I just, I like doing that. It's very methodical. The ritual of it.
0: Yes, a lot of them are ritualistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like just like, typing (laughs) oh you know i
1: was gonna put some sort of typing but i don't like the sound of my own typing
0: get get a mechanical keyboard and it'll change everything i'm serious will it okay oh yes that is the most saddest i have one and it like lights up when i type and it is the most satisfying thing oh oh that's cool highly recommend it oh man
1: So there's this bookcase in my hallway that I sometimes will just look at the books I have and just try and decide which one I want to read next. And where I stand is right on a creaky floorboard. So I will always rock back and forth on that creaky floorboard (laughs) over and over again while looking for a book. And it's just like very like kind of like repetitive kind of like trance like state while I'm just rocking back and forth on this on this floorboard and sometimes I zone out and I'm like why am I standing here
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's cute I love that for you <laughs> I do I'm trying to think of some more because I, I, I the ones I wrote down I already talked about but I feel like I could have so many more I love like yeah. opening mail that like somebody sent me not like Bill's but, like, sometimes I get, like, okay, I'm in um, a really cool... I subscribe to this Patreon, the Wiggle Bird Mailing Club, and they send a zine out every month. Um, Ooh. And... Opening that zine is so exciting. (laughs) It's so fun to just have an envelope that's just for me. And then I'm opening it up for like, I got Christmas cards in December and like getting mail. I'm expecting a couple of wedding invitations and I'm like really excited to open up the envelope. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun to open envelopes. It is. When it's not a bill. Are you a bath? Oh, yeah, of course. Bill suck. Are you a bath person at all? Not really. I'm it's it's kind of like well one, they're hard to get in and out of for me. Mm. And I'm not a big fan of our bathroom right now. Like we need a lot of work done uh. on it. So like I'm not a big bath person. It was when I was a kid. Yeah. Same here.
1: I'm not a big bath person just because I don't like soaking in my juice. <laughs> I don't care like I don't care like if it's how relaxing it is, but I do love a good shower. And um I, a long time ago, I broke my ankle and I, I had to buy a shower seat so I could take showers. And sometimes I just pull that into the shower and I just sit down and just have the, it rain down on me like that Hillary Duff song. And I love oh, it. Oh, I
0: love it. <laughs> I love a shower seat. That is something <laughs> I inherited from my roommate's elderly father <laughs> when I moved in. And I use it uh, when I have hip pain. And it's mm. real nice. It's real nice to have a shower yeah. seat.
1: It is. I highly recommend... Having a shower seat in your shower just to relax sometimes.
0: When I'm having, like, one of my... I know I'm going to be in here a long time showers, which is usually when I'm, like, washing my hair. And, like, it's a whole thing. Black people don't wash their hair every shower like other people. So, like, when it's wash day, it's, like, a big whole production, right? It takes all day. And the shower for that, I often use the shower seat. I don't know where that accent came from when I said often. But anyway... (laughs) It's nice to
1: have. Oh, man. One of my more kind of like, I don't know, and I wouldn't call it abstract, but it's kind of bigger than just, you know, like, oh, like hot showers or lighting matches. I love, and I don't get the opportunity to do it very much anymore, but I love walking through a big library. There's something about it that is so peaceful to me because the bigger the library the fewer chances you'll run into somebody. And at the library, the main library at my at my college, which was University of Nebraska-Lincoln, there was like a kind of a a walkway that led to another building down to a basement where no one ever went. And I loved going into that section. Well, first of all, it was the only section that had the fucking books that I wanted. But I loved going into that section because no one was ever there. And it just felt like I was in my own little world with these books. And it was one of my favorite things in the world.
0: I also had a big boner for my college library. I went to <laughs> University of Nebraska Omaha and loved. That library is nice too. Yeah. I loved walking around that library. Like so peaceful and so quiet and just, I don't know, something about it. Like, yeah, you felt like you would not run into another person. Like even if the library was full of people. It always felt kind of lonely, in, in like a good way.
1: Yeah, yes, and it's fun too because I don't know if this was like if it was, eh, blah blah. I don't know if it was like this for you, but like on my journey to like the empty section, I'd always it like the people would just like slowly thin out. Yeah, like it start out really crowded, and then all of a sudden, just fewer and fewer people until you were just all alone.
0: Well, like the first floor, they allowed minimal talking. But the second floor oh, really? no talking was allowed at all. So it, it the, the, the reduction in noise was always such a huge like draw. Like, ooh, just go to the quietest part you can find and yeah. I, I um well, they had a cafe in the bottom floor. So like there's a little talking. Um that's pretty cool cuz
1: UNL's library was not like that at all. Mm. So I kind of like this like oh, minimal talking's okay and also we have a cafe. We're fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They had a little little Starbucks in there. Oh, nice. Oh
1: man. Yeah. See I those I I love how many of our like simple pleasures just kind of like dovetailed with each other. That makes me immensely happy. Oh
0: yeah. No, I'm not surprised because we both have like a similar like we like a lot of the same things and then we have a very similar demeanor. So I think it makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. I agree. But yes, that was, uh, that's like all of mine, unless you have any more that you have.
0: I don't have any more. Like I could probably go on if I had like, like if you were pushing me for more, like I could probably come up with like a bunch more food ones and a bunch more book related ones, (laughs) but I'm not going to get that deep into it. Oh, I do want to say, I also like cracking into a new notebook.
1: Ah, yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Especially when you got a pen you really really
0: like. Ooh, yeah. Uh, (laughs)
1: Yes, that's a great feeling. I'm really glad, actually, that, going back to food, I'm really glad you brought up the nacho thing because I didn't even think about food things for mine until you said that. Oh,
0: food is, like, up there for me. Like, if I'm having a bad day, the right meal can fix it. Mm. Oh, God, that's such a good point. <sighs> hmm And if I have a bad meal, it, like, goes into my day being bad. Like, it's like... Uh, work was hard and then dinner's bad. Ugh, life yeah. sucks. Like, it really makes my moods.
1: <laughs> yeah, like when you have a bad lunch when I used to go in the office and I'm like, man, what a mistake. Yeah,
0: I'm just like, why did I even get out of bed? Lunch sucked today. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: Oh, my goodness. But yes, I hope uh, you enjoyed some of our simple pleasures and you should write a, into us right into oh my god write us an email and tell us about your simple pleasures at violentgirls at gmail.com. I would love to know. I'm always interested to know what like simple things people just love to do.
0: Yeah no I would love to hear what uh y'all would uh consider small pleasures compared to what we've listed.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But um, for now, we're going
1: to uh, end this little chill episode. And uh, thank you for listening. And you can find uh, show information and uh, listen to our episodes on abnormalmapping.com slash badlandgirls. And thank you to Abnormal Mapping for hosting our podcast. And you can find us on social media, on Twitter at Badland Girls, Facebook, Badland Girls. And we are now on Instagram at Badland Girls. So go check us out there. I will be posting a photo of my mom in that Tales from the Hood shirt. So so you guys can take a look at that and know the joy that Destiny feels whenever she thinks about it or sees it. <laughs> it's
0: true. Like, as soon as we sat down to watch the movie, because M picked it and was like, let's watch Tales from the Hood. And I was like, my favorite photo of Rio's mom. Like, that was the next thing out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Describing this photo of your mother.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, that's so good. Uh, and then, like I said, you can also email us at badlandgirls at com. Tell us... Tell us what you think of our episodes, ask us questions, do whatever you want. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, you can also check Destiny out on her other podcast, which is called Repertory Screenings, which is also abnor- on Abnormal Mapping. Destiny, what are you watching? Uh, We are watching Excalibur next. Ex- Whoa, what? Exc- Why don't I not know this? Um, is it an old
0: movie? I think so, yes. Um, hold okay. on, let me Google and get a year.
1: Okay, God, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> But I feel like there's like so many movies along these lines. I just need to know. Yeah, what no, you're good. This time is period the is.
0: 1981 fantasy adventure film starring Gabriel Byrne, Helen Mirren, and a bunch of people that I'm not. Oh, Liam Neeson's in it. Uh, oh, okay. Excuse me, but it is a John Borman film. I know nothing about it. This is just a movie that M picked, and we're gonna watch it and talk about it. Okay. So I'm excited. Cool.
1: And uh, yes, I also have another podcast called uh, uh, Short Box Long Talks about comic books. We have released our first episode, Into the Ether. You can find it on Buzzsprout. And uh, we are yet working on a second episode. But yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening. And until next time.
0: Always pizza rolls. Always
1: pizza rolls.
0: Yay.